a Teenage Wasteland, the Degrassi Podcast. I'm Emma. I'm Zev. Today we watched Degrassi Junior High, Season 1, Episode 5, The Great Race. I think it was pretty solid. Um, I Do I have any major problems with it? Like, I appreciate the messaging they have just generally about, uh, oh, we should probably have trigger warnings for this too, right? I mean, like bullying and like body shaming? Is well, it like a trigger warning? Well, general sexism, I would say. And also sexism? Like, that's semi yummy present in this episode, I would yeah. say. Like, it, it was... That was the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess also, slight spoiler, uh, the grace, great race does not refer to race on this one. Uh, it's actually... It's a literal race. It's a literal me. race. Uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we open on the girl swim team just, you know, walking around in the locker room, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily weird. It's just kind of weird that they're 13 and we're 20. Yeah. Um, it, it was just... I'm not used to locker rooms anymore, I guess is my main thing, and uh, there's the fact that they're all commenting about each other. Yeah. In that way, when they're just starting puberty, or at least theoretically starting puberty. Yeah. I know so there's some rumors. I've specifically blocked out that those moments in middle school. That's probably for the best. Sure. Uh, I guess we open with Melanie just generally dissatisfied with her body. Yeah, she's just like looking and seeing like, I should get a bra, but my mom won't let me. And mm. like, I'm one of those girls that straight up was wearing a B cup when she was 10. 10, really? Yeah. Well, damn. So like... I have absolutely no, like, point of reference needing or not needing a bra because, like, I honestly can't really remember a time when I didn't have to wear a bra just because, like, that's just how my body is. Mm-hmm. Puberty hit me like a freight train. You were an early bloomer? Like, I wait. was such an early bloomer. I, I don't know if you'll... LD and Melanie talk and, you know, LD doesn't really have an opinion on Melanie's needing of a bra, which, honestly, I relate to because some people would come to me and they're like, Emma, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I, I would like to stay out of this. Well, like, it's someone else's body, first of all, so it's yeah. already innately awkward, but um, mm-hmm. specifically around this age, it's like, oh, mega awkward. Yeah. And we're at a girl swim team meet. They swim, they win, yay. No, they're really good, it seems. Yeah. And they seem to be good, because apparently they're going to, like, the city championships. Uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> it was either city or state championships. I didn't really pay that much attention to, like, what type of championship they were going to go to. I'll claim it's city, since I remember them saying that at least once. They might have switched okay. it up, because the script might be a little so, weird. Yeah. Joey hits on Steph, and he says, you know, like... He got an A in sex education, and the P in his middle name stands for Playboy, and I'm just like, I want death. <laughs> well, when you... that entire like scene was playing out, I'm like, I just, I just want death. Well, like even in context to being a younger uh, boy, mm-hmm. like to say that is just stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's so many things that are just like, why would you want this to be a statement from you? Like, mm-hmm. This is unattractive. Exactly. That's my review. Mm-hmm. So, LD Steph, that the girls won. And she wants Steph to make an announcement. And Steph is entirely uninterested. Mm-hmm. The like whole, she's yeah. completely uninterested, which is fine. Like, honestly, Steph doesn't really seem like a sports girl. What does she seem to you, actually? I don't know what she seems like, but she doesn't... She seems like she would do really well in, like, yearbook. Yearbook? Okay. No, if she was, like, a school newspaper, I could definitely see it. I could even see her doing track to some extent. I, I picture her, like, doing really well in yearbook club. Not even chess? Not even chess. It's yearbook. I could see it. Okay. She seems yeah. like that kind of vibe. Yeah, she's uninterested, and I can't tell if, like, it's trying to make a point of, like, she's not a sports kid, which is fair, because, like, <laughs> literally, like, I had friends on sports teams, and they're like, Emma, we won! And I'm like, great! I don't care! <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Did you not care whatsoever about the, I, the people? Or? I cared for them, but also I'm like, I don't care that you're going to States. I care that you didn't get a concussion. Like, I guess even including into uh, college sports, like, you don't actually get paid for anything, yeah. so it doesn't actually matter that much. Yeah. So, but she does tell her to go to Jason Cox, the sports rep. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Jason Cox making an announcement on how the boys have a soccer game after school, but nothing on the girls' swim team victory. Despite them winning, which despite is... Despite them winning, and despite the fact that they're going to some sort of finals. Yeah, like, it seems like the thing to mention, even as a little blip, since it's mm-hmm. it's like a 10-second announcement in the morning and resuming, yeah. which I don't think they've done so far yet, actually. No. Like, I think they just have, like, random announcements of the day, which, like, is sort fine. Of, like, I guess, norm- I, again, 80s, I don't know. Yeah. We don't know how schools in the 80s. We went to school in the thousands. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's the ma- major conflict and also the obvious dissatisfaction with the body of yeah. the millennia going on. So, we cut to Yick and Arthur, mm-hmm. who decide to follow Snake around to see how he got so tall. This is a weird subplot. I don't like it. Can we just cover it all now and move on? That's probably for the best. Okay, cool. Basically, they just kind of follow him around, see what he eats. They buy a whole bunch of candy bars. They eat all the candy bars. They puke. And then they end with going, let's just stretch to see if we can get tall. And I'm just like... Like, even in the universe, I'm like, were they expecting to succeed? I don't know. And honestly, if Snake was a girl Mm -hmm. and they were following him around... Or, and following Girl Snake around, I would. It would be so creepy. It was creepy. If now, if Snake were to have noticed, and this was now, the police would be called. Period. I mean, Snake noticed, and he just looked at them like, "Why are you looking at my lunch?" Which, well, like he didn't like actively be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, he did have that look on his face. He had, he had the look. Yeah, the look mm-hmm. was what the fuck are you doing? But he did not audibly say, "Get the fuck out of my face!" Never look, follow me around again. Right. Which subjectively should have. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we're done with that. We're not going to talk about it again. We're done. This is not going to be the last stupid Yick and Arthur plot. Really? It's not. Do they like doing it? They have many stupid plots. But they're... Okay, I'm not going to say they're the worst characters, but they have the worst dynamic together. They do actually have a fairly fun dynamic in the future. Oh, okay. But like... Right now it's garbage? It's so bad and I don't like it. Like, I don't know who this is benefiting by having this, Mm -hmm. like, stalker vibe. Yes. So, Mel and L.D., Mm-hmm. Or Melanie and LD confront Jason Cox, and he says girls aren't good athletes, and how soccer's hard. If we put the girls' swim team and the boys' soccer team in a swim race together, the boys would beat the girls handedly. He also uh, went one step further and actually said that no one cares. Or I'm sorry, no one cares about uh, female sports, which, which is still poignant somehow. Which is still poignant because like nobody cares about women's sports. I mean, I don't care about sports in general, but mm-hmm. you can just tell on like where they're played, like. Women's basketball is played on, like, ESPN 4. Mm-hmm. And men's golf is on ESPN. I'm sorry, but basketball is more exciting than golf, no matter who's playing. <laughs> Damn, hot takes with them. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to all our golf golfer listeners. So, theoretically, your dad. He doesn't really... He, he, he golfed once. That's more than zero. He's a golfer. <laughs> this is the first time he's golfed in seven years. That's more than zero. He's True. a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> he will concede that golf is less exciting than basketball. I, I hope everyone does because, mm-hmm. you know, more motion and more things happen anyway, per minute. So Sports ran over. Um, during this confrontation, we get Melanie and Snake smiling at each other. Mm-hmm. I ship it a little bit. If they were to go through with it, I wouldn't be mad. I'll put it like that. Yeah. I'm not mad if Mel and Snake get together. Well, they'd be cute. Snake in anyone is kind of perfect, though. Yes. He's best boy. And today, and in this episode, he proved that he's actually one of the more unproblematic kids. 
Which is not a high bar. Yeah, but we're going to get to that in the future. Of course. Yeah. Melanie is still complaining about just not having a bra. So LD just picks her up and is like, well, go in bra shopping then. Because why not? And then they go bra shopping. Yeah. So they're just giggling at the store, you know, doing teen girl things, which like... Honestly, whenever I shop, went to the store with my friends, we just kind of get golden stuff. Including with me. When have we ever gone bra shopping? We haven't gone bra shopping. We've gone shopping in general. We have gone shopping. I wasn't sure if it was specifically. We were kind of giggly though. Uh, but also it was like spring break and we were trying to find a middle school party game. Well, we, we, we put on masks for memes, so. Yeah. So a lady helps them out and, you know, Melanie gets a bra. Like, I'm not sure what I was expecting. Like, it's a bra. <laughs> it's not an extravagant item. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of a big deal, like your first bra. No, like, for first of anything, it's a big deal, but, yeah. like, the item itself is not, like, it's not expensive, A, usually. At this at this age, hold on. Yeah. Re- redact everything. Bras for teen girls are typically not that expensive. Ideally. No. So, anyway. So, Melanie puts her bra on in the bathroom, and then Joey takes notice. Melanie walks up and is just kind of, like, displaying her bra in front of Caitlin and Susie, which is less weird than it sounds, but, like... Caitlin and Susie are like, that's great that your mom changed your mind. And they're just like talking, being happy, like typical friend stuff. Like I remember being that age and we were talking and like my friends and I would get it. This is different, but my friends and I would get excited about like who got our first period and stuff. So it seems like it's that kind of vibe, like totally innocent puberty talk. I quarter wanted to see almost a drama with the uh, parents coming up and being like, where'd you get a bra from? When did you do that? But like, even I'm not entirely yeah, impressed with that. doesn't really show parents. Well, unless they're beating him up, apparently. Yeah. So they show him at all. I said, I said, doesn't really. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Mustard. So then Joey and some guy whose name we don't know. I mean, is it a good name? It's Tim. Oh. <laughs> I'm underwhelmed. They come up and make fun of Melanie. They accuse her of stuffing and call her like breasts blueberries. Well, no, they initially say are cantaloupes in season, and then it's like more like blueberries, and it's like one asshole. <laughs> yeah, and. I've never... I recognize Joey's 13, but also garbage person. Well, if like, you don't teach men to respect women when they're 13, how are they going to respect women when they're 20? Well, like, in my brain, I know for a fact that he's, like, he's he's in the wrong, full stop. Yeah. But I'm not sure if they actually call him out directly, or they, is it implied? They don't call him out, but the show at least frames him as being wrong. Like... They focus yeah. on, like, how Melanie feels about being bullied and being teased. Mm-hmm. about it and how like she's sad she's upset and she's made ashamed of her own body no like her affection is omnipresent throughout yeah. the entire episode and subjectively in some earlier episodes um mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's ongoing and the boys are talking about how they're not all that great swimmers so they decide to have snake swim because he's apparently a district champion well so he's super tall so like i, I don't know are, is, ta- is height good for swimming well you can get further out uh, momentum theoretically like yeah heights and okay. height and skinny okay. this is ideal yes okay that's my official rating of it so jason decides to offer snake a spot on the soccer team in order for snake to swim with them yeah which is kind of shady no like that, that's straight up manipulation yeah so we cut to class and some boys snap melanie's bra like the back bra band no like they're assholes yeah like says ow because i've had that happen to me and it hurts Mm-hmm. It's a le- it's like thick elastic hitting your skin. No, like I've, I've seen this shit in class before, and mm-hmm. like it always sounds like it's not pleasant. Like, yeah, actively. And um, Mr. Radich calls Melanie out and says, "Melanie, anything to share with the class?" And she says, "No." When like, well, like 
I'm trying to figure out from her perspective why he would blame her. <laughs> Since, like, it's not like I she's mean, playing with her fucking I bra. Don't, I don't know if he heard the bra snap. Like, like okay. Like, even if he did hear that, like, why would he think that she did would do that intentionally? Yeah. Or, well, he... he I think the only thing he heard was her saying, ow. Why was he an asshole then? <laughs> I think it's just because Radich is an asshole. Oh. <laughs> He's just canonically an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Since, like, if I heard someone say, I would not blame them, how dare you feel pain? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you have a scrape? And he's just like, wait, that's not... So, Melanie decides that she's not going to swim because she doesn't want people to make fun of her. Because, you know, yeah, it'd be which, like that. Yeah, which is fine. It'd be like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. LD accuses Jason of stacking the team. Which, subjectively, yes. Which, like, he is. Yeah. He's just doing that. Yeah. And Snake is not cool with the plan of stacking the team. Yeah. Yeah, like you're actively trying to get an advantage in anything mm-hmm. that you put a bet on. Wait, actually, is there any monetary bet or is this just generic bet? I think it's just generic, like, proof bet. Like, it's a point of pride bet. Like, men are better than women bullshit? Yeah. Which, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Snake is clumsy now that he's tall and he talks to Melanie about it. Mm-hmm. So, Melanie and Snake have a heart-to-heart. Again, kind of ship it. I ship it. No, they're cute. Mm-hmm. They're cute. Joey calls Melanie flat, and LD throws him in a pool. Uh, not not just flat, but uh, flat so flat the walls will be jealous. Which is, do they write their own insults? And some of these are getting like comically stupid. I don't know, but honestly, I do respect it because this does feel like a middle school insult. I guess the vibe is it's not very well thought out, but it's thought out enough to have like one mm-hmm. line of logic. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. And the girls win the swim meet. Woo! Yay! Which is uh, nice to see that we have actual closure as well. Yeah. Like, even if they lost, because irony, uh, it been the least closure. Honestly, don't get used to it. Which like, is sad. So, I liked this episode. It wasn't, like, the best episode, but it was kind of, like, a breather after last week's... Literal um, child abuse. <laughs> literal child abuse episode, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's a lighter episode, but even then, it still touched on, at least a little bit on, like, some difficult topics. Like body dissatisfaction body dysmorphia and like mm-hmm. just sexism well I, I was honestly surprised to see that the poignancy of the uh no one cares about women's sports thing since yeah. like even even now when there's uh interviews with women who are big athletes in their field they're like oh i wouldn't even place in the top 500 of male athletes it's like oh that's the fuck yeah and how like women's soccer teams are so underpaid like canonically so yes. yeah so underpaid but i liked it I think it was a solid episode. Yeah, I think like, it was a solid episode. Like, like, And we got to learn more about Melanie. And I like Melanie. She's adorable and I love her. Okay, so who was your MVP of this episode? In context to appreciating one's body, I guess it'd be Melanie just mm-hmm. because it'd be like that. Yeah, I think it was Melanie because she had the most episode growth. Mm-hmm. Like she's like... She seemed like the most actual teenager there. Yeah. Without being mm-hmm. bullied. <laughs> yeah. And who's the worst? Um... Joey? You can make an argument for Joey. Uh, which which one did the uh, blackmail for getting Snake onto the team? Was that Joey? No, that was Jason. That was Jason. I'm sorry. Uh, I think, yeah, Jason probably be the worst because, okay. again, that blackmail. You'll go Jason, I'll go Joey? That's fine, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's a fun episode. I liked it. It was right. very solid, uh, bizarrely relevant, and I appreciate the message. Okay. How bad can it be? Don't, don't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Teenage Wasteland. I'm Zev. I'm Emma. And remember, don't. Uh, don't uh, emotionally damage people and body shame. Don't body shame. And also, don't hate on people for being women. Don't be sexist either. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.